Hello everyone and welcome um, to uh, All Blaze No Glory, the podcast. This is a Sir BP episode, um, a bonus episode of me um, essentially talking to myself about some of the things that have kind of hacked me off about Scottish rugby this week. Um, so, uh, the first thing is the Scottish squad announcement. Um, 3.30 is a ridiculous time to announce a squad. Part of me... Um, in fact, a big part of me thinks that it's because Townsend didn't have a bloody clue about some of the positions in his squad um, and or was unsure of his selections. Um, you've had months to make your decision. Um, you're a professional coach. Now, me humming and hawing over whether or not um, it should be Ben Velicott or George Horn or me humming and hawing over whether it should be Charlie Savala or Ross Thompson is absolutely fine. Um, I'm not paid to do that. You're paid a good chunk of money to do that. And if you've lost the favour of and I'm going to say this right out, our most important player um, in the backs, Finn Russell, um, then you're doing something wrong. And that's probably what's on your mind because you, you do realise that Finn Russell is the most important player in the backs. He's more important than Stuart Hogg. Um, Stuart Hogg, certainly as a fullback, can only do so much when the ball actually gets to him. Um, but most of the play from the, the link between the forwards and the backs is Ali Price or whoever else may be at nine to the ten being Finn Russell or whoever else. So he is your most important player. And then we had the whole day of build-up and vitriol and people claiming they wanted refunds, which, by the way, is a pretty stupid thing to claim. You're paying to see Scotland. You're not paying to see just Finn Russell. I appreciate why you might be annoyed and why you might feel hard done by that he's not in the squad and a little bit angry at Townsend. But at the end of the day, you're, you're paying to see the Scotland squad. You know for a fact that it's not up to you to pick the squad um, and you're not paying the SRU to pick the players you want because otherwise Chris Dean would have been playing for Scotland a lot longer um, due to my own biases. So um, I'm just putting that out there now. Uh, that's what would have been happening. Roddy Grant would have been capped for Scotland instead of being the best player to never be capped for Scotland. Um, so that is, that's, you're not paying your money for Finn, Finn Russell. So... I think you really need to take a look at yourself if you still believe that. If you said it in, you know, in jest or you said it in anger at the heat at the moment of having a whole day of build-up knowing that Finn Russell would probably not be selected. I get that, but I, I hope that's not still your feelings now. And if I've upset you, I, I do apologise, but it's a silly thing to say. Um, you go and see, you pay to go and see the team. Um, you know, uh, so that's 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 that. Um, in terms of. Uh, the reason that the three thirty thing annoyed me was was one, we had Kinghorn getting the tight all day. Who's it's not his fault he's been selected. At the end of the day, I'm crap at rugby, and if I was getting selected for Scotland, um, I'd go out there and do my best. But it's not my fault he keeps picking me, even though I'm crap. Um, Finn Russell, and by the way, Blair Kinghorn is not crap. Blair Kinghorn has been put in a bad situation. He plays a certain way for Edinburgh and really suits Edinburgh because of the type of players who play with him. Gregor Townsend doesn't let him play that way for Scotland or hasn't let him play that way for Scotland except a chunk of the Argentina game. When he plays the way he's allowed to play, he's pretty effective. Um, and that is one of the things that has is, is annoyed me. Is He's the one that's getting it tight for something that's totally out of his control. Of course he's going to take the chance to play for Scotland. You don't want a lad that wants to play for Scotland regardless if he's put in the wrong position or not. I do. Um, and I hope that Blair Kinghorn comes good at 10, 12, 15 wing, wherever he, put, wherever he is put, because he is a good rugby player. Um, he's a very good runner. Uh, he 
is tall and he gets his hands through tackle and he makes some of these good offloads. And, he, you know, he is a player that I think I can understand why Townsend just wants him on the park. So lay off him, okay, because it's not him. Support him. He's going to do the best he can do. If he doesn't do it right, well, again, that is not his fault. It's not his fault he's been put in that situation. It's the coaches that need to make those decisions, all right? And yeah, he'll make mistakes. And okay, you can say that on the park mistakes are his fault. But the fact that Scotland aren't winning because he keeps getting picked no matter what is not on him. So please leave him alone. Um, and I, I don't just say that as an Edinburgh fact. I mean that as like a, just a human. Um, just leave him alone. It would be the same way if they started picking Tom Jordan, um, who has just sort of come on the scene and had a terrible game. Um, it wouldn't be Tom Jordan's fault. It would be the fault of the management for putting them in a bad situation. So please lay off Kinghorn. Um, in terms of Finn Russell, uh, I think I've, I've maybe already said it, but the suggestion that he needs to go and find form, to me, just an add-up. Uh, he's a reputation player. He, Yeah, he's had his good and his bad days for Scotland. So's Hogg. Scotland may, may have had a chance to beat Ireland in Ireland this year if Hogg had have made that pass inside to Sam Johnson and it was an obvious 2v1 pass and he didn't make it. He went greedy, it was selfish and he didn't make that pass. Um, and ultimately the game got away from us because we were chasing it. But if he had made that pass, we were two points behind at that point. Um and that can change a game. It can change the way the game is played. You're not chasing. You're not opening yourself up to get beat by Ireland in the way you did. A couple of years before that, Stuart Hogg dropped a ball. They would have at least tied the game. All he needed to do was fall over, not put it down in one hand. Um, but he tried to go for the showy way of putting the ball down, and he dropped it. Now, I'm not just getting on Stuart Hogg, but why is no one on his case saying, why is he not deemed a maverick? Because he does this stupid stuff for Scotland uh, you know, maybe not quite as much as people would say that Finn Russell does it, but he certainly does it. And he was the captain, um, which to me is more mind-boggling. Um, you've got your captain doing absolutely ridiculous stuff and you keep him as your captain. Um, if this is still about the Ireland thing and this is, you know, it's his second strike, so it's an extra punishment or something for him, then I think you need to be careful because I don't know if Finn Russell loves playing rugby for Scotland or he just loves playing rugby. Because he seems to just enjoy playing rugby. That's why he smiles. That's why he has that that sort of swagger about him. Because I think he's doing what he loves. And maybe the idea that he's going to get called in a Scotland squad and you're going to sort of mess him about and he's not necessarily going to get to, you know, play very much or whatever. Or you're going to try and over, you're going to try and put him in some kind of box. Maybe he doesn't care if you pick him Townsend. Um, and he'd be quite happy to just continue to play for. Paris. So whatever's going on here, I, I put it more on Townsend than I do on Finn Russell because I do mean this and I, I mean this and I mean this 100%. I believe that Finn Russell is more important to Scotland's chances of success of getting out of the group in the World Cup than Gregor Townsend is. Um, I believe that the Scotland squad um, has, the talent has overcome sometimes inconsistent coaching and that's why we've had these big wins. If you look at the big wins we've had, England away, England in 2020, England in 2018, who was the, who was the man of the match? It was, it was Finn Russell um, in nearly all of those games. It was unreal. Um, so why uh, would anyone think that Gregor Townsend's more important when 
the big wins have really come from a lot of good stuff from Finn Russell. Um, so that's that's where I take issue with what Townsend's done with Russell is it's one you've put him in this kind of well he needs to find form, um, but just doesn't add up, and then you've got um, a situation where you're possibly breaking a relationship, you know, from a World Cup. Um, your legacy's always going to be Finn Russell um, was someone that you couldn't control as a player. And uh, and that you lost essentially to Scottish rugby, if that's what you're going to do, Townsend. And you need to figure your stuff out and stop creating sound bites, man. You created this stupid sound bite before the World Cup that we're going to be the fittest team at the World Cup. We played Ireland and looked like we we were the second fifteen for Foresters playing against Ireland because we were so out of breath. Don't say stupid stuff anymore. Saying that Finn Russell's not be he's not been picked and he can go and find form with pa- uh, Racing Metro or Racing 92 um, and almost implying or, or essentially implying that Finn Russell is out of form so he didn't pick him is stupid, especially when you picked Ross Thompson, who's hardly played this year um, in, in the season. He's, he's, I think he's, he's definitely played less than 80 minutes for Glasgow if he's played at all. Um, and how you possibly think that having Ross Thompson in the squad over Finn Russell is, it, and then say something about Finn's form, is, it, it just, honestly, it, it, it angers me so much. You've done this so many times where you talk about fastest brand of rugby, um, this, that, and the next thing. Stop creating stupid sound bites. You make us all look like idiots. I know you'll never listen to this, and I don't care, but th- this is the thing that annoys me the most about Tenzin, is this stupid idiocy on this fact that you create soundbite after soundbite you're not a professional wrestler you're not Dwayne The Rock Johnson trying to get a reaction from a crowd you're not trying to draw heel heat as Ric Flair you're a professional rugby coach talk about the actual game stuff, you're not a great auditor okay? you're not a big chatty man a big character, so don't try and pretend to be something you're not stick to your coaching and talk about things that are pertinent to the game the things you know about, because you were a great rugby player. Um, and now I've went on a monologue speaking to Gregor Townsend, I appreciate it. The other omission that annoys me, uh, obviously you all know I'm annoyed about Charlie Savala if you follow me on Twitter, not being picked because he's, he, to me, he's, he's uh, somebody who is um, underrated um, at the moment and I think has better form than Ross Thompson. I also think he's got a really high ceiling and one day would perhaps for Edinburgh take the 10 jersey off of Kinghorn um, maybe necessitating Kinghorn to move back to 15, who, as I've said already, I think is an excellent rugby player. Um, you know, that's that's my thoughts on Savala. Um, the other omission that's, that's annoyed me because of his form and the fact that we've capped him once and now it seems he's forgotten about is Dylan Richardson. Um, Dylan Richardson, as far as I understand it, can play back row and hooker. So um, why not bring him in and see he's versatile? You love versatility for a World Cup, right? Uh, bring him in, see how he gets on. Um, the guy uh, is playing unbelievably well uh, in the URC um, from one of the South African provinces. You brought him in for one cap. The guy's been capped once, and you're not looking at him again. I, I don't. I really don't understand the point of that. Um, but overall, I think the other thing that's that's upsetting for me is just hearing the reaction of fans. I know that we all love Finn Russell. That pass to Hugh Jones, where we all thought that Joseph, uh, Jonathan Joseph, was going to go under the posts 
but it went to Jones and then Jones ran the park and Maitland scored in the corner. That pass, for me, is the greatest moment um, I remember in live sports anywhere. That pass, it was it was the, the single best sports play I've ever seen live. Um, and I know that sounds like hyperbole and I know it sounds like Scottish bias, but it was ridiculous. It was better than any NFL pass I've ever seen. Um, and because he, 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 the weighting of that ball was unreal. Well, anyway, we all love Finn Russell. But honestly, guys, the other thing that's annoying me is the fact that people are almost coming across like they're not going to support the team. Um, and they're ready to say, I told you so. And as annoyed as Gregor Townsend gets me with the stuff that he says, the fact that I still feel that we would have won a Six Nations by now if Fern Cotter had stayed. Um, as annoyed as all of that gets me, uh, I, I'm still a Scottish rugby fan at heart and I'm not someone who ever believes in tanking, if you know the American sports model, where a team loses for the benefit of anything. I don't want to see Scotland lose. I, I, I couldn't care less who's playing for them. So the idea that some fans are almost rubbing their hands together, um, hoping that this all goes peak tong and Kinghorn will be scapegoated as the reason why it's when peak tong even if our forwards get crucified, um, is 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 upsetting to me. Please, for the love of hell, get behind the team if you're going to the game. Don't boo them if they lose. Um, it's not the players' fault. Fair enough, if you want to put on Twitter, hashtag Townsend out or that stuff after all this, that's your prerogative. It's your money at the end of the day. You're fans, right? It's not for me to tell you what to do. But what I would say is that when we're there, we need to get behind Scotland because if we want Scotland to be successful, um, you, you you want your fans to be behind them. And and that's for the men's team, the women's team, the under-20s team, um, whatever team you're, you're watching. Um, if you're a Scottish rugby fan, it doesn't matter who's on the 15 on the park, the 8 on the bench, what it is, we need to get behind them. And, and the way some people have worded their tweets, it's almost like, I kind of hope they lose so I can say I told you so. Um, and that's kind of how it felt. Like, in the autumn, when we lost the autumn test series, it was almost like, well, I'll tell you what the problem was. It was Kinghorn. It wasn't Kinghorn. The problem in the autumn test series, by the way, for the Argentina game was we didn't take the bloody points uh, when they were an offer at the end and we ended up losing the game. That's not Kinghorn's decision. That's the captain's decision. Um, but... We we are going. We're already sort of making our excuses that our coach has got the selection wrong, and therefore we are going to lose. I think we can beat Australia without Finn Russell. Um, I think that's why, out of all the rugby championship teams that we could have had come to visit us outside the international window, it's Australia. I don't think we'd have a snowflake's chance in hell of beating New Zealand, South Africa, or even Argentina. But for some reason, we have this kind of game plan that seems to affect the Australians. So hopefully we'll win that game and that'll give us the confidence to go and beat Fiji. Um, and then, who knows against All Blacks? I did think that this was our best chance to beat them. I'm not so sure now. I do think that if we're going to beat the All Blacks, my vision of it is that Finn Russell's at 10 um, and I know that sounds like, well, <laughs> what you've just said about coaching and how it's no one else's fault, but that's my vision of it. I don't know if we've got the game plan to beat them. 
um, or the things playing that Edinburgh style against All Blacks would necessarily win because they play that running rugby style better than we do. Um, so yeah, that's that's all really I want to say. I'm 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 absolutely furious at some of this, and I appreciate it. maybe it doesn't come across because I've had all day um, at work and all the rest of it, and then I've come home and had my dinner with my wife and um, watched a wee bit of telly, and then come and done this. Um, so maybe it isn't ranty enough for you, and I do apologise if it's not ranty enough. I know I'm pretty sure I haven't swore, so you know if you like swearing, I'm sorry. Uh, but what I say remains true. I genuinely think um, that we've got all of this wrong, and it's as usual. What's made it worse is the one thing the SRU are consistent with is how crap their PR is. Um, anyway. I'm going to let, leave it at that because, uh, well, this has gone on long enough, me speaking to myself. And additionally, um, I uh, need to get to my bed. So I hope you enjoyed this. Um, I will be back with a more normal podcast um, talking about some rugby league stuff. And uh, thereafter, I'm also uh, going to be doing my swim re- soon. So that should become a bit of a podcast um, effort. Um, I hope you're enjoying the stuff that I'm doing. Um, If you're not, well, fair enough, you're probably not listening. Um, So cheers. Thanks, everyone.